Thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Very excited about continuing the conversation with my new friends of Nevada Wilderness. I have Sharon Netherton, Executive Director, and Pat Bruce, Stewardship Director. And this is a topic that I think is so important, not just for our local community, but for our entire state. So I want to welcome you both back. Let's talk about, um, I'm reading in your newsletter something about keeping Washoe wild. And as we know, you know, a lot of activity in Northern Nevada, a lot of new businesses, a lot of new industry, a lot of new trucks on the road. And I don't think people really understand there is going to uh, be a necessity for a fine balance between development and protecting our public and wild land. So, Sharon, let's let's talk a little bit about what kind of, you know, awareness or information that you would like our listeners to be thinking about as every time we see a new building go up that takes away open space. Absolutely. It's, it's a double-edged sword. As Reno Sparks community grows, our pressures on our public lands grow, more and more public lands are developed and turned into housing tracks. Uh, wildlife and people who want to get away from it all are pushed further and further away. So I think it's important as we look at this development coming in to be very future thinking about protecting for our future generations places in Washoe County that will be there and remain open, remain places for wildlife and people just to get away from the hustle and bustle of the communities to always be there. So it's important to provide those protections as we grow. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that, let, let's talk to reintroduce a little bit of Friends of Nevada Wilderness, and you really are the organization. I know you work with the BLM and U.S. Fish and Wildlife, but as far as a local organization, you guys really are the front line of making sure that people understand that, you know, if you just left it to government, whether it's Congress, city councils, county commissioners, you know, they're all excited about a new tax base. So let's build, 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 and then buildings sit empty, and all of a sudden that view of Mount Rose or that, you know, Truckee Meadows, we don't have a meadow left. So how is it, I mean, are you at the city council meetings when things are coming up? How are you ensuring that we truly get to have the lifestyle that we want here because that's why people want to come here. That's exactly why people want to come here. I think the quality of life is what makes the Truckee Meadows so special. And so anytime anything gets protected, the only way that happens is because there's people who care, people who are willing to go to those public meetings, people who are willing to stand up and fight for places that are important over the history of our country. For every national park that's been designated or special place, there's been people who have had the courage to stand up and fight to protect those areas. And almost inevitably against people who don't want parks, don't want wilderness. Yet as time goes on and we look back, very seldom, if ever, do people go, gosh, you know, I wish we never would have protected Yellowstone. 
I just don't think we should ever have protected the Mount Rose Wilderness. People go, wow, it's a really good thing they did that. We might not have thought it at the time, but it was great. I, I often talk to guides and outfitters who say, oh, we really like the wilderness that we have. We, we maybe don't want any more, but we, we really like what we have. It's like, well, another decade down, they'll be very happy that, that people in this community continue to stand up and fight for these places that our future generations are going to say thank you. Mm -hmm. Right. And a huge part of creating that awareness is getting people out into the public lands. And that's one of the things that I really like about the Friends of Nevada Wilderness is you provide a lot of opportunities to have people get out of the city, get out of the county, and really go explore and, and understand and appreciate the beauty. If you have never stood on the Black Rock Desert at night there's no light pollution, and those stars, I mean, I was out there, uh, I go out for the 4th of July, and to stand there, honest to God, I had a feeling like if I was in heaven, I don't know how it would look any different than where I'm standing right now. It was magnificent. You know, an interesting story uh, shows that I'm not the brightest uh, bulb in the lamp. Uh, for years I was out there on the Black Rock and uh, looking at the stars and enjoying the public lands out there. And this is before getting involved with Friends of Nevada Wilderness. And uh, after I got involved with the organization, I was without uh, a former colleague, uh, Brian Beffert, and we were standing there on the playa and I said, you know, the one thing I've never figured out is the, is the playa make its own weather because that cloud there is virtually always there. And he just looked at me and said, you're an idiot. That's the Milky Way. <laughs> and, you know, coming from the Bay Area mm -hmm. uh, 35 years ago, I'd never seen the Milky Way. Exactly. And here we have that opportunity to see it. And, and in fact, uh, one of the things we're working with in Cedarville uh, the Massacre Rim Wilderness Study Area just south of the Sheldon National Wildlife Refuge uh, could become the very first Dark Skies Wilderness Area and it's an international designation that uh, can bring astronomers and, and uh, star freaks from all over the world to come out and see that because it is one of the darkest places in, in the state. That's awesome. and. One of the things that, you know, I've been doing a lot of work and talking about a lot of homeless youth in our local community, and I keep thinking, my gosh, you guys, what a fabulous organization to maybe give a different perspective to these young people to go, you don't have to live and dwell and know that this is your only reality. How about let's get you out into some of these wilderness areas so you can truly understand and put perspective to life, right? Yeah, wildlands are truly transformative to the the mind and the soul and the body. Getting back out and touching the ground and not concrete and asphalt is, is really an incredible opportunity and something that's unparalleled in the lower 48 as far as in Nevada. Uh, a story that comes to mind, uh, our recent crew leader in the Sheldon National Wildlife Refuge and a four-year returnee uh, started out as a 18-year-old AmeriCorps service member, 
on the refuge working to improve wildlife habitat. And he was one of those guys that removed a lot of that fence. And he had learned everything he knew about camping and wild places through a book because of a family situation that was less than ideal. And one day he just decided, I'm going to hike across the Everglades. He's from Orlando, Florida. And he did it in a pair of Chuck Taylors and duct tape. And you know, it was something that really spurred an interest in him. He took the AmeriCorps position in Sheldon Refuge, uh, worked out there and absolutely fell in love with the West. And he came back uh, as an assistant crew leader and for the last two years, uh, as crew leader for the, the crew on the refuge, um, not only bringing that actual experience from being an 18-year-old AmeriCorps to the new 18-year-old AmeriCorps, but you know, continuing that legacy and, and bringing so much more information uh, and so much more accomplishments on, on the refuge, um, building our relationship and continuing to do that with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Uh, he is somebody that I look at uh, from the very first time I met him to I just said goodbye to him yesterday morning uh, as he's off on his travels to Vietnam and Thailand and Australia um, that I, I've really seen grow over the years and that's something that's really incredible and, and it happens with all our volunteers. We see people who have never come out before, who have never been in a four-wheel drive vehicle on a dirt road out in the middle of nowhere and to see the excitement and that sense of wonder fulfilled um, is really uh, a rewarding experience for our staff um, and you know we, we have uh, an incredibly trained staff. It's uh, wilderness first aid, wilderness first responders, so our safety is important. We have professionally trained drivers. Uh, everything we do is based on making sure the volunteers have the best experience possible so that that does keep in their mind and they keep returning. And that even includes the, the food that we feed them. We try to do a, a great job with our Dutch oven cooking and make sure people eat uh, gourmet in the wilderness, so oh, to speak. Oh, nice. Yes, you feel blessed when you get to do that. Pat, let's very quickly talk about, you're talking about volunteers. If somebody wanted to volunteer, I mean, what, obviously I have to sign up, but I sounds like I have to do a little bit of training. Well, we, we do offer training mostly on site for the volunteers, and um, we make sure that everybody has an idea of what the project entails. We don't want someone that is the casual hiker and uh, put them in a situation where they have to climb to the top of a mountain to remove an old communications abandoned uh, installation. We want to make sure that they have a project that's catered to them. And even people that maybe aren't fully capable of doing a full day's work, to get them out there and become advocates for the land is it just as important as getting the work done. We're going to go to break. We come back. I'm going to pick up on Friends of Nevada Wilderness, and I hope that we're inspiring you to get out there and enjoy nature. We'll be right back. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated. 
a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the wealth protection diva today. Call Sage International. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat-repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Having an outstanding conversation with Sharon and Pat, both representing Friends of Nevada Wilderness. And Nevada Wil Friends of Nevada Wilderness is really a cooperative advocacy and stewardship that brings land management agencies, interest groups, volunteers, and elected officials together to care for our shared common ground, Nevada's wild heritage for everyone for generations to come. And as I was looking through, Sharon, you were talking about, I picked up one of your calendars, which is just magnificent. You produce this every year. We'll talk about that. But one of the most amazing pieces that I discovered, we hear a lot about the Ruby Mountains, right? But if you've never been in the Ruby Mountains, I had no idea. It was known as the Swiss Alps of Nevada and boasts 25 lakes. 25. 25. <laughs> So that's just one little piece of our Nevada wilderness. And of course, we have Mount Rose, a Black Rock Playa, Bridge Canyon Wilderness, and Jar Bridge. And that's the monster that lurks in the canyon. So it's just so much fun because I'm, I'm discovering just through this calendar some of these amazing places that if I didn't know about, I would never get to, and then I would never think to, oh my gosh, we need to protect these. Well, that Wild Nevada calendar is almost like a little travel guide. Uh, people can buy that and spend the rest of the year looking at these beautiful wildlands and determining where they want to go next, right. and they should visit them all. There's so many of them. Uh, we'll be coming out with our 2019 calendar any day, and you can buy those at Sundance Books, Costco, many other places around town. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, we have so many people who buy our Wild Nevada calendars, send them out to friends and family uh, within the country and outside of the country so people can see what an incredibly beautiful state Nevada really is because so many people only experience it on Interstate 80 and have no idea the, the breadth and beauty and the incredible diversity of ecosystems that we have here in the state. 
Well, and the animals, I mean, you just, you just don't think of it. I was, during our break, talking to you about the fact that about four years ago, I finally went to Death Valley. And I was blown away that, you know, there's over 900 species of plants and animals. And when you think of Death Valley, you think of Death Valley. However, every single turn of a corner, an entirely different topography opened up a different landscape and it's the kind of the same in our state right i mean we have death valley in nevada but when you think about some of these wilderness areas what you see on the surface driving down i-80 the moment you come off a road and go over a mountain or down a trail it's mind-blowing mind absolutely mm-hmm. yeah it right. definitely is and it you know we've talked about it before but it is a national treasure. All these public lands are, are uh, just an amazing opportunity to get out, whether you're in a Jeep or uh, on a mountain bike or on a motorcycle or on foot or on horseback uh, or hiking with your mules. Uh, it, it's an incredible, incredible state. And I like to tell people, you know, this is the last of the Wild West. It really is. It truly is, and so one of the things that I really like about Friends of Nevada Wilderness is you give us the opportunity to get out and not just enjoy these um, just amazing spaces, but we can also work to preserve and protect them. And so, Sharon, let's talk quickly about, you know, what's going on in Congress and stuff. And if I am someone that doesn't realize how much Nevada wilderness we actually have, the first thing I should do is go by the calendar so I can see what you're talking about. And then to be real clear, if I live in one of those communities, one of those counties, doesn't matter what county in the state, understand which are your designated wilderness study areas. And then as a community, you should be deciding whether it should move to wilderness or be open to development or whatever you think. But if you're not educated and you don't know, then other people are going to be making that decision. You know, it's funny. uh, Wilderness designation, the process to get areas actually designated, a bill introduced into Congress and, and ultimately passed and signed by the president, is truly one of the most democratic processes that I have ever been involved with. If if people care and want to see an area protected, then they have to take the initiative. They have to reach out. They have to get people on board. They have to bring people together. These bills don't just happen by themselves. And inevitably, they start with a group of people who really want to protect these areas for the future. But it is important that everybody get together, talk about it, you understand what the values are, uh, what's at stake. Uh, Some of these processes are done through what's called a county bill process, public lands bill process. In Nevada, because there there is so much public land, it literally is an act of Congress to get some things done. And so in many counties, we've worked cooperatively on how can the county benefit from some economic development from these public lands while at the same time protecting other lands 
for the future for the people in the county, the state, and the country, and, and internationally as well. So it's a fine balance, but it takes people coming together, having meaningful dialogue, uh, talking about what the issues are, working through solutions to them. And when we find solutions together, it's a much more powerful um, way to go forward. Uh, typically, our congressional delegation has been uh, looking for that, where people can come together and say, hey, we've, we've largely agreed on this, and, and here's what we've come up with. Then, then they're much more likely to, to introduce those bills and shepherd them through Congress. Right now, there are two bills in Congress, uh, public lands bills, one for Pershing County and one for Douglas County. And we've worked on both of those over the years. And so it's nice to see those moving. Public lands bills are a slow process. It takes a lot of time, a lot of people coming together. And moving anything through Congress is, is challenging and time consuming and politics get in the way and slow things down. So we're, we're really happy to see both Douglas and Pershing moving through the system and we want to continue working cooperatively with other counties to do this. And if anybody, you know, wants to learn more about what's going on, specifically in our state and nationally and so on, I mean, you guys are a great organization to reach out to, right? So you would go to nevadawilderness.org, check out the website, and I know you have contact information and everything there, but I think it's just so important as you know, county commissions come and go, but our public lands shouldn't, right? Exactly. <laughs> public lands are forever. <laughs> and certainly ways to volunteer, donate, get involved, but most important is get educated about our state, our communities, to figure out what do you want to protect and preserve and make sure that you have all the facts. Absolutely. And you know, whether you can come out with us or not, becoming a member, uh, especially a monthly giving member, is really important to help us accomplish our mission. We have assistance agreements with uh, all four federal agencies that manage wilderness in Nevada. We have generated over $200,000 in in-kind uh, this year which means that's a savings to taxpayers uh, by working with volunteers through the federal agencies and working with the AmeriCorps program through the federal agencies as well. Um, you know, Paul Simon gave us a gift recently of $25,000, which was very, very helpful. Uh, Nevada Energy supports us, Lush Cosmetics, REI, Zappos.com, uh, Keen Footwear, the Conservation Alliance was a group of outdoor industry uh, folks that put a, a percentage of money into conservation grants all over the country. Um, uh, Barrick Gold has given us money to put on an alternative spring break program in the Desert National Wildlife Refuge. Uh, locally here, Bighorn Unlimited, uh, sorry, Bighorn Olive Oil uh, Mercedes there has been very, very generous uh, to us over the years. Uh, Laughing Planet Restaurants, 
uh, Black Rock Bicycles uh, up in, uh, in the northern part of uh, the city here, and also North American Embroidery. I mean, the local economy has been very supportive to us as well. The, the bread and butter unrestricted funds that we can use anywhere for campaigns or stewardship come from the, the membership. Well, I have to thank you guys. I mean, without your organization, who knows, right? I mean, you've been around almost 30 years, right? Well, so almost since 74, so. Yeah, well, longer than that, 50 years, my goodness. Wow, there was what, 10 people here? Right. <laughs> anyway, I wanna thank both Sharon Netherton, who's the Executive Director of Friends of Nevada Wilderness, and Pat Bruce who is the stewardship director for joining me today and enlightening us and educating us and hopefully inspiring our listeners to take control of their own public lands, get out there and enjoy them. And certainly if you're a business owner, a way to support public lands, but also, you know, people always say, hey, I wanna do some community good. I wanna put my employees to work as volunteers. What a great opportunity. We have a number of businesses who provide volunteers to come out. You know, whether it's Patagonia, uh, we've worked with NV Energy, we've worked with MGM employees, uh, we've worked with Keen and Lush and Zappos employees. So it's a, a wonderful opportunity as well for individual employers to allow their employees to come out. Uh, it's great for their health, it's great for- Oh my for, God, feeds their uh, soul. <laughs> connecting them with with these public lands so it's also a great team building opportunity for the for the companies themselves uh, to get employees out working together awesome all right well check out nevadawilderness.org any way that you can get involved would be appreciated and i want to thank you for listening to the sherry hill show where business is amplified